Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello again, everyone, and welcome into the lightninginsider.com podcast, the Stanley Cup Final Edition, coming to you after game number five at Ball Arena in Denver, Colorado. And this team, once again, digs down to places that I don't think anybody thought that they could go, possibly even including themselves, to once again pull out a very impressive victory in a very hostile environment uh, to keep their season alive, to send this series back to Tampa for a game of six at Amelie Arena on Sunday, and to keep that dream of a three-peat in full effect, uh, keep it alive. And I just keep running out of things to try and say to describe who this team is, what this team is made of, how they continue to just find ways to dig in and pull out victories when many people have them written off. You know, this coming off of game four and the ending in that game, the emotions that came out of that game, the controversy that came out of that game, and to throw all that stuff in the rearview mirror, I, I said it before, it's one thing to say it, it's another thing to do it. And this team just continues and continues to do it. So we're going to get into what they did in this game. A couple of moments that stood out that kind of turned the tide in their direction. And then some of the injury concerns for this team, which is going to make this feat even more amazing if somehow they can manage to to pull this off here. Still a long way to go, but... Um, so we'll we'll look at that and, uh, you know, a quick look ahead to game number six. But as a reminder, the LightningInsider.com podcast is presented by BioPro Plus. It's the first 100% non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH growth hormone treatments. Improve your performance, metabolism, and energy without any needles or nasty side effects of prescription injections. BioPro Plus works faster, is easier to use, and is 100% safe. And if you're a guy over 35 who wants to perform, wants to fix how he performs, looks, and feels, then BioPro Plus is right for you. You can find BioPro Plus on Instagram or Twitter at BioProteinTech or online at BioProteinTech.com. And make sure you use the code LIGHTNING for $30 off any order. And, of course, you've heard me say it before, commercial battery needs, commercial power needs, training, installation, testing, education, anything like that for your commercial business, 
ATSBattery.com is the place to go. Again, ATSBattery is the place to go. Support my man Bob because Bob has been supporting me and I want to make sure I can pay him back uh, if at all possible. So again, ATSBattery.com is the website. All right, 3-2 victory for the third time. In the past seven games, it's Andre Palat who delivers the goods, scoring a goal with six and a half minutes to go in the third period to pull out a 3-2 victory. Again, third time in seven games, he's found a way to score a third-period game-winning goal. Game four, sorry, game three against the Rangers with under a minute to go. And then game five at Madison Square Garden with a minute 50 to go. Delivered on both those occasions. And he does it once again to finish off a one of those plays where you can just hear Phil Esposito in your head saying, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. Oh, shoot it. And they didn't. Passed up a couple of opportunities before uh, delivering with uh, just a perfect play. And, and on that play, there's a line change kind of going on behind the play. And Nikita Kucherov is in a one-on-one situation with players coming in behind him as he enters the zone and manages to hold on to the puck and thwart off uh, a pretty good check attempt by Nathan McKinnon. But Kucherov is able to hold the puck as his line mates come in behind him to keep... Um, keep the play alive, and eventually they start to cycle it a little bit. They maintain possession of it a bit. They start to move it around a little bit. Victor Hedman passes up a shot. Mikhail Sergachev passes up a shot right from the between the hash marks, and he feeds off to Hedman off to his left over at the bottom of the left circle. And then the seas parted. Steven Stamkos is on the post. He's uh, being looked at by uh, Valeri Nikushkin and Kale McCarr, for some reason, opted to go down low rather than go at Hedman. And the moment he did that, a seam parted wide open for Hedman to find Palat, who was ready for the pass. Uh, he kind of snuck his way back a little bit, found an open spot, and basically called for the puck by rearing his stick back. And Hedman finds him, and it's a one-timer that kind of hits the stick of Darcy Kemper and goes through the five-hole. Bang, 3-2 win. Had to hold on, of course, which they did. And the irony of ironies, hey, too many men on the ice call by Colorado with just over two and a half minutes to go gives Tampa Bay a power play that they didn't score on, but they were able to keep the puck in Colorado's zone, didn't give them an opportunity to look uh, for a rush up ice. And that's important. Colorado has created some opportunities shorthanded in the series, and the lighting didn't allow that to happen and killed off the final 37 seconds of the third period to preserve the victory, make it a 3-2 series now, and send it back to Amelie Arena for Game 6, another 8 p.m. start at... Uh, on uh, on ABC, and 
you know, this is something I wrote about on my website, and you can get more of that a little bit deeper into it than we can do here. Uh, and if you're not a subscriber to my podcast, go to lightninginsider.com. Sorry if you're not a subscriber to my site. Obviously, you're listening to this podcast. Go to my site, lightninginsider.com. First thing you see is how to sign up. And then if you enter the code podcast, you get $10 off first year on a yearly subscription. So that's podcast at lightninginsider.com. Give you $10 off the first year. It's not, it's not easy to do what this team has done. You think about game five against the Rangers, giving up the first goal, falling behind in a hostile environment, coming here to Denver for game five with the cup in the building, the crowd just roaring and ready to go, ready to erupt. And they were loud. This is this is a great atmosphere here at Ball Arena. And even when it looked like things were sort of might have been getting away from Tampa Bay, you know, they opened the scoring with a Jan Rudel goal. Colorado ties it up on a puck that Andre Vasilevsky is going to stop 99 out of 100 times. He kind of whiffs on it. Puck drops into the paint and Nikushkin puts in the rebound that ties it. And then one of the key moments of this uh, this game uh, happened just before the Lightning regained the lead when a delayed call was coming up on Alex Kalorn for holding. And right at the end of that delayed call, JT Comfer commits a penalty that takes away Colorado, <coughs> Colorado's power play, excuse me, and makes it four on four. Obviously, it's a big difference there because Colorado's power play has been so good. It, it negates that, makes it four on four, and then about 25 seconds, give or take, into that four on four situation, Kale McCarr takes a tripping penalty. And if anybody listened to Jared Bednar after the game, I'm not sure what he thinks he saw. But trying to claim that Palat tripped over his own stick, it's a classic can opener. Stick between the legs, down goes a player. It's, you know, you take a stride with that stick between your legs. It's like putting a stick between the spokes of a bicycle. You're just going to head right over, head over heels. And that's what happened. It's a clear penalty. I don't know anybody can say it's not. So it sets up a four on three. Now we know the Lightning's power play has struggled in this series. They had went 0 for 2 in the first period. They had an opportunity early in the game to take control. And they didn't get it done with those two power play opportunities. So now you have a four on three. And the Lightning use four forwards in these four on three situations. You had Nikita Kucherov. You had Steven Stamkos. You had... Corey Perry, and then uh, the other member of that four-on-three power play was Andre Palat. And they kept the puck in the zone for the entirety of it, and it was a shot mentality. Steven Stamkos bombed away on a few shots that were blocked, and then this sets it up for the go-ahead goal 
Stamkos fakes the shot, draws the shot blocker to him, and gives it to Kucherov, who's basically running the point. So he's between the top of the circles, and he fires a shot off the inside post and into the net for his first goal of this series to put Tampa Bay back in top, back on top just 3-3 later after Colorado had tied the game. So again, the key part of that sequence was JT Comfer taking a silly penalty for holding the stick, and it was a pretty obvious call there as well uh, to negate what was going to be a power play opportunity for Colorado, and it really changed. Because, look, they, get, they just tied the game. It was a minute 27 after uh, Colorado had tied the game, and they're ready to go on a power play, and their power play has been deadly in this game, in this series. Six power play goals through four games. And that, that really just changed the, the tide of the game. Now, Colorado did come back to tie it on another fortunate break um, early in the third period, just like game four. Just over two minutes into the period, Colorado's able to tie it on another goal that bounces in as uh, Kale McCarr's shot is stopped by Vasilevsky. The puck goes out, hits the skate of Eric Chernak, who's skating across the top of the crease, and uh, it goes right between Vasilevsky's legs. It's a tie game. Crowd's alive again. Building's ready to explode. And it's, it's in those moments that it's so easy to kind of succumb to it. Right? It's a hostile environment. Everything is against you. Colorado can feel it. They're a team that can really push when they start to feel it. And the Lightning didn't allow them to push. They had moments. They had a couple of moments after tying the game. But they never let Colorado take over. For, for a brief few minutes, it was kind of it was a little reminiscent of the overtime in game number four, right, where Colorado just dominated. But it wasn't that way as the period went on. In fact, Tampa Bay actually had more shot attempts uh, in the third period. Uh, even though Colorado had a 12-7 shot advantage, the scoring chances were the same. The Lightning had one more high danger chance uh, in the third period. And they just, you know, Andre Pallott had a really good line uh, after the game about how they just, you know, they told themselves on the bench, stay on it, keep your forecheck going, stay calm, and, you know, as this team is done, when the opportunities come along, make sure you take advantage of it. And they took advantage of it with a, uh, a great, another late third-period goal. Now, Andre Pallott, 12 now game-winning playoff goals, Third most amongst active players. Only Joel Pavelski and Evgeny Malkin have more. And then he's only the second player in NHL postseason history to score three game-winning goals in the final 10 minutes of the third period of games. Of course, he did it against the Rangers twice and now against Colorado. The only other player who's done it is actually in this series. It's Nazem Kadri who did it in the 2020 bubble with the first of those ones being the playing round. I think he scored a goal with one second left, a 20 game. 
So Mr. Clutch, Sneaky P, as Steven Stamkos called him after the game, comes through once again with a huge, massive goal to keep Tampa Bay season alive and force a game six. Now, momentum doesn't really carry over. Everybody's going to say, hey, the Lightning have momentum now. It's not how it works. We've had that discussion here. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Plenty of times before. And, you know, and now Colorado, it's, you know, the, the pressure kind of shifts a little bit with the series shifting back to Tampa from the lighting are supposed to protect home ice. You know, they only lost two games on home ice, all playoffs. Game four or game three against Toronto and then game four against Colorado. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. So it's not going to be an easy task. All they've done is bought themselves another game and give themselves an opportunity. Now, if you force a game seven, it's a coin flip, but you have to get past game six. And this is where some of the injuries now you start to wonder what kind of a toll are they taking, how deep can Tampa Bay dig down because we know Anthony Sorelli was injured in game four, came back, played the game. I think he finished with about 23 minutes in that game. Uh, Wasn't sure his status for tonight. John Cooper didn't give any indication for who was playing and who wasn't. Uh, Sorelli did play, but he only played 11 minutes. And this is a player who has been up or over the 20-minute mark for good portions of this playoffs, and he only played 11 minutes, two and a half in the third period, where he only took five shifts. And you have to wonder, whatever he's dealing with, how much it's bothering because it's obviously bothering him, or else he wouldn't have played only 11 minutes. Now, Eric Chernak, who missed the final two periods plus the overtime in game four, was back in the lineup and looked fine, no worse for wear, which, again, with the number of pucks uh, that guy has dinged him up this year, uh, he's uh, he is the ultimate warrior when it comes to these situations. So he looks fine and he was back in it, uh, but we know he's dealing with something too. But the concern is Sorelli. You know, how much can you continue to win games – with his services limited. And look, you've, you've got a maximum now two games left in the season, right? So you dig down whatever it is you're able to find and do it. And Nick Paul sort of picked up a lot of that slack, moved up to that line with Kalorn and Hagel for um, a good portion of the final half of the game. Uh, and as, as Paul has been doing, he took 27 faceoffs. Steven Stamkos took 33 of them, but Paul was right there with 27, you know, so it's you have that versatility and a guy who's been able to step up all postseason uh, in Nick Paul step in there. Um, but if, if, if Sorelli can't be effective, then you have to wonder what's he going to be able to do in game six. 
And, and I need to point out, too, the fourth line tonight, Perry Maroon and Riley Nash, they were fantastic tonight. Maroon in particular. Um, sorry, not, not Perry. Maroon, Nash, and Belmar. Uh, and Perry, or uh, Maroon in particular, with his ability to win puck battles and protect the puck in down low situations, this might have been the best I've seen him in a long, long time since he's put on a Lightning uniform with the way he played tonight. Look, and, and the ice time shows it, right? He played 11 minutes. Uh, got a little power play time. Not much, but a little bit. Uh, Belmar ends up with just under 11 minutes. M- minute 25 is shorthanded time. But effective, effective minutes playing in the offensive zone, and that's what you want. If they can pop in a goal, it's a huge bonus. But be able to protect the puck down low and, and cycle it and wear down Colorado, It's it was as effective of a performance as that fourth line has put in, even though they didn't get the reward necessarily for, um, you know, their, their, the job they did. Um, so, again, just pointing out that fourth line there. All right, so look ahead to game six. It's going to be a great atmosphere in Hamilton Arena. Cup will be in the building once again. The Lightning, of course, are hoping to keep it under lock and key for one more game. And what we've seen, particularly since the series shifted out of Colorado the first time, is Tampa Bay has been able to limit the rushes against. Again, go back to the line that John Cooper gave after game three, that Colorado's a team that if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. You have to take away their inches all over the ice. They've done a a pretty good job of that here the past two games to limit those rushes against. They're not giving McKinnon. They're not giving McCarr. They're not giving Landeskog, Nakushkin, anybody uh, really good, clean looks up the ice. Now, there was one play in the first period that they got away with on a bad turnover that allowed McKinnon to come in on a uh, basically a breakaway, and he beat Vasilevsky, put the puck through his legs, and the puck just skittered wide. But for the most part, not a whole lot of those type of chances against. And as long as Tampa Bay can do that, and as long as they can stay out of the box, they only had to kill off two penalties tonight, and they killed both of them off. If they can do that, they're going to give themselves a chance here. Their forecheck, uh, they've been able to establish a pretty consistent forecheck. They've been able to get guys like Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel and, you know, I mentioned Maroon and, you know, Andre Palat, you know, guys that are really good at winning wall battles, uh, getting in and making Colorado, if you don't win the puck clean, making it hard for Colorado to get out. And that's kind of been the recipe here for the, you know, the past three games. It's a shame they weren't able to hold on in game number four to tie the series up because they played well enough to win that game, did all those things that they wanted to do and how they've established it. So you have to hope if you're a Lightning fan, that that recipe continues, that you can continue to do that. And the other thing that you would like to see them do, because Darcy Kemper has shown moments in this series of being shaky, 
you know, Jerry Bednar said after the game that he would have liked to seen Kemper stop the first shot. I mean, that's not one you expect to go in from Jan Rudu, who's at the basically at the top of the right circle and just leans into one and just blasts a slap shot uh, right under the glove. And maybe it's perfect placement. You know, I think it clocked it. Somebody tell me, obviously, I don't watch the broadcast. It's a 95-mile-an-hour slap shot. That's a pretty good, wicked shot coming from Jan Ruda. You know, so he's had, uh, Kemper's had some shaky moments. Shoot the puck. Shot volume obviously increases your opportunities to score goals, create rebounds, anything else. Got to have the puck. And that's, you know, you go back to game two when Lightning only had 16 shots on goal and were just totally dominated in that game. They've really turned that around a little bit. And Colorado's had a shot advantage, you know, for, for most of the series, including the past three games for the most part. Uh, Tampa Bay actually outshot Colorado in game number four. But even tonight, you know, Colorado ends up with 38 shots to 29 for Tampa Bay. You know, but 29 is a good volume for Tampa. They're okay with that. Uh, and if you can continue to get those shots on Darcy Kemper, establish that forecheck, make the Colorado defense work, you're going to give yourself a chance to win. And if they can find a way to win game seven or game six, keep the cup under lock and key for another game, come back here to Colorado, anything can happen. Now, history is against it. Uh, as I wrote the other day, 35 teams in the Stanley Cup final history have taken a 3-1 series lead. The only team to come back and win the series was the 1942 Toronto Maple Leafs. So they're trying to become the second team all time to come back from a 3-1 series deficit in the Stanley Cup final. So not an easy task, but this team just continues to prove us wrong time and time again. All right, well, that's going to wrap this up uh, as I head back for another early morning flight back to Tampa to get ready for game number six on Sunday. Again, don't forget my friend Bob, atsbattery.com. All your commercial battery needs, look them up there. Um, Pre-game skate show, 7 p.m. on Sunday. We do that live from the Cigar City Brewing Tap Room, myself along with Bobby the Chief Taylor. 30 minutes on News Radio WFLA, 970 a.m. Also on Lightning Power Play on the Lightning Power Play app. And if you're not a subscriber to my site, go sign up. Give you $10 off. Just use the code PODCAST uh, for in-depth analysis and a look back at the game and all the playoff features that I've written as well. That, you know, those all fall under the daily charge setting on there. Uh, so go check out all that ad again. $10 off with the podcast, uh, the code PODCAST, and check it out. All right, as always, thanks, everybody, for the support. If you subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review on Apple. Leave a review on Apple. Tell me you like it. Tell me you don't like it. Whatever. Uh, but go to Apple. If you're on Apple, that's where you get the reviews and the five-star um, ratings and everything like that. So go check that out uh, if you are so obliged. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this edition, and we will talk soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.